0: Three rounds of discussion with a 20-minute limit. Introducing first, from a Zoom call in Columbia, South Carolina, Matthew, a.k.a. The Unbreakable Spirit, and his opponent from a Zoom call in Atlanta, Georgia, Daniel, a.k.a. The Execution. Take it away, Matthew. Hello again. Hey, I may uh, rearrange the topics to keep on pattern, unless you're okay with me starting episode eighty-nine.
1: Eh. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm fine with that.
0: It's just because of the way you start your topics, so I think it's okay if we do that. Alright. All right, I'll clap us in. This is going to be a short recording. Then we're going to have to do the other recording. And I'll let you know about topic three because I was vomiting during some of that. Yeah. All right, ready? Three, two, one. Thank you. I'm I'm going to clap me in again. (laughs) Fuck you. All right, go. Thank you, Jesse, for that wonderful introduction. Hello everyone, this is episode number 89 of ad with the Unbreakable Spirit.
1: I'm the executioner Daniel Travos.
0: One day he will let his guard down and I will do it successfully. Never! I am the Unbreakable Spirit. It's hard to believe we are 11 episodes away from episode number 100. Yep. Anyway, you know the drill. Yeah, let's run through the topics. Topic number one. WWE return might be returning to Australia. Yep. Topic number two. AW might introduce more pay-per-views going from semi-monthly to monthly. Topic number tres: Turn angle. Gave major props to Samoa Joe saying WWE could have used them better. But let's hop into topic number one.
1: Take it away, Matthew.
0: Alrighty. So, WWE might be returning to Australia. This would be the first time in a few years. Yes, the last time WWE...
1: Returned to Australia, they had the Super Showdown, where Triple H and the Undertaker wrestled for the last time ever.
0: God. wait, wasn't it? Yes. Didn't DX bow like the brothers of destruction. No, no, no wait, no. that was in Saudi. Yep. Yeah, if, like if they're if they're having Super Showdown in Australia, they're they're missing out on an opportunity to call, call it the Great Showdown Under. Yeah, my
1: honest take is if you're going to maybe possibly come back to Australia. Then may I honestly suggest those wrestlers that are from there? You book the show around those guys or girls.
0: So one. So you're saying like Rhea Ripley and uh, Grayson Waller, and I think, um, and also
1: uh, Bronson Reed. He's Australian, I think. I need to check
0: <laughs> that's future, that isn't relevant to the podcast, actually. So,
1: <laughs> whatever, anyway, do but good. But
0: Bronson Reed was actually the source on this that, like, he's heard rumblings of them going back to the Outback.
1: Yeah, I think he is Australian. I need to double check. <laughs> I think, but, anyways, that my honest take is if WWE. Is going to do it. Fine. I personally don't mind. If they do go back. To Australia. But uh, but also. Actually have a good build up. To this event. Yeah. Don't just like throw this shit out. In the middle of the year. For no fucking reason. Have one match. Or multiple matches. That are the focus of this thing. What's your take on this thing?
0: And, like, WWE going back to Australia, I think it's very interesting. But I don't think Grayson Waller would be too happy about it, considering he suggested WrestleMania should go to Australia one year.
1: Yeah. Hell, hell if you want to now, hell. Give no okay, this is just a random take, but if you want to give Grayson Waller a main I if you really want this guy to be like a main event star because yeah, sure, his first match on the main roster was in Madison Square Garden against edge. yeah, minus he lost the thing.
0: Yeah, so for main roster matches, he is 0-1.
1: Who cares? No one really, besides, it's not like WWE honestly keeps track of that shit.
0: How many times do I have to say they do internally? Right. But, um, hell, give Grayson Waller
1: a big match at that event. Give him a big marquee match.
0: Have uh, him it's... wrestle John Cena, even though John Cena utterly embarrassed him at Money in the Bank. Yeah. Have that random segment at Money in the
1: Bank, actually. Although it was probably just to advertise if WWE wants to have an event in the UK again. Actually get a build-up from that shit. But uh, you, uh, you got the timer going, right?
0: Yeah, I've had it going for, t- for like... Four and a half minutes. I just wanted to make two left.
1: Okay, so what are your thoughts?
0: My thoughts are, it's great WWE being the global empire that it is, and even more so like under the Endeavor brand, it's gonna be interesting to see if that affects their presentation in Australia at all.
1: That's a fair point, mate. Right? But, um...
0: Also, if you go to Australia, it could give them some scouting opportunities, if you will.
1: That is also true. But my honest take, another take is, look, if you're gonna go to Australia, first, uh, first of all, come up with a good name for the thing. Second of all, if you're gonna have a match in Australia, have some good matches. Cause look, the more important thing rather than the location is the build-up. You got to have the matches that we the audience are gonna fucking give a shit about.
0: Or or the or make the matches something we should give a shit about.
1: Exactly.
0: Cause if you just decide
1: Oi, we're gonna go down to Down Under and.
0: That's an offensive stereotype.
1: <laughs> I told people. yeah. Sorry, not sorry, people. But anyway, uh, if you're going to have like if you're going down there, make me give a shit. Make yeah. me care, because if you're going down there and you got nothing, like if the bloodline stuff. You know, wraps up by SummerSlam, great. But if not, then you're going to need other shit to carry the show.
0: Yeah, we could return to this as it at any point we wanted to. Yeah. But uh, for now, <clears throat> we'll be right back with topic number two. All
1: right. <coughs> Hello, everybody. We are back with topic two. AEW might be doing, instead of every couple months, every month pay-per-views.
0: Yeah. And from what I saw, I saw an article later that said, this is not in the near future. It's not, Mike? It is not. I saw that on uh, Ringside News. Which for the regular people, I just want to say we haven't really been giving them credit like they asked us to. No, Ringside News is where we get almost all our topics. Ring of
1: we do Ringside News hasn't asked us to give them any credit. They they ask people
0: to cite them when, oh. like, posting about it.
1: Okay. Anyway, whatever. Um, my honest take is. Is if W is if AEW is going to do the monthly sort of events, you're gonna need to look like I said in the previous topic. You're going to need to have new match, you know, different matches, different storylines. Hell, maybe give maybe go for blood and guts for being a TV special. Have that be a pay-per-view.
0: Yeah, like, because, and it's good you mentioned that considering Blood and Dust is going to be a TV special next week.
1: Exactly. That's why I mentioned it. But, like, if you're going to have um, all these monthly pay per view, you know, if if that is the thing, you're going to need to have good storylines, good matches, good sh- that actually, you know, is is worth watching. And also, most importantly for you guys, you're going to need cool names for the events.
0: Yeah. What are your take, Matthew? My take is if they do go, like, monthly, that'd be great, but Bye. at the same time they need they would also need to like schedule stuff for Ring of Honor and stuff like that and like if they were to do monthly I would uh, alternate the pay-per-views between AEW and Ring of Honor that way we still get events like Death Before Dishonor and stuff like that
1: or Final Battle
0: yeah, final battle. Yeah. That
1: is an, uh, That is a fair sum. But my thought is, look, if you're going to have monthly pay-per-views that maybe this could give you time to focus on more of crafting the storylines and the build-up to said event. Yeah. Instead of just, like, oh, yeah, so you got to, you know, showing, like, cause this isn't all, like, showing, like, a paper like, the upper part of the screen, like, hey, we have a pay-per-view coming up. Remind us on, hey, don't forget, we have a pay-per-view. And also, I want to say this now, if you're going to do monthly events, make us care. Because I am like, Although I haven't personally watched AEW pay per view, there hasn't really been anything that's caught my attention.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you on that. Unsurprisingly, we agree on a lot of shit. But, but yeah, good. I think the semi monthly. Uh, the semi-monthly pay-per-views actually allows them to build up more than WWE. Explain. the the less, uh, pay-per-views. I'm gonna call them that instead of premium live events to let you in in because WWE calls them premium live events. Yeah. Okay. Uh... AWA ain't on a streaming service, anyways. The the less pay-per-views that they have, the more time they have to build up to the match.
1: True. And with the shorter amount of time that they would have, they would just have to get straight to the damn point.
0: Yeah, and with an overflow of roster members that AEW has, and we have talked about on numerous occasions...
1: Which might return... Which might be a returning topic again.
0: Oh, believe me, it will. It definitely will. Okay. That they... If they had monthly pay-per-views, we wouldn't be able to see as many members of the roster as we currently do. And that... keep in mind, this is coming from two people who... Don't watch Rampage and don't watch Collision.
1: Yeah, but my take is: look, if you're gonna do these monthly things, you know, um, maybe have those people that don't really um, compete on like Rampage or or a Collision, you know. Uh, have make these matches seem important. Make like all in it, Make like the the shit that actually seems less important important. Because nothing really seems important when you watch AEW Honestly, sometimes.
0: Yeah, we're going to return to this topic later for sure. And yeah. but for now, we'll be right back with the final topic. And we are back with the final topic, which I, I know I normally say the title of the topics beforehand, but just say I'm just going to say this Samoa Joe gets a major endorsement from the Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. I mean, Kurt Angle
1: has been in the ring with Samoa Joe
0: on multiple occasions. Yeah. So, uh, Hell, he was even in a faction with him in Impact Wrestling.
1: Hell, true. Not only only that, but there was one point where him and Samoa Joe, this is the true thing here, had a steel cage match where every single title was on the line in one cage match.
0: Lord, they had that many gold? Well,
1: Joe had, it's a whole story. Like, Joe had, like, um, like, um, Kurt Angle had won some titles, multiple titles. Like he was the impact, or he was the New Japan champion, as well as the Impact. Then he won the tag team. And X Division Joe won a couple of those titles, won a couple of some titles. So they like they were like. So tanks. they had a
0: winner take all steel cage. Yeah. I'm guessing the only thing that wasn't on the line was Kurt Angle's gold medals.
1: Yeah. Just one. Just one. Not multiple. I mean, whatever. Don't. Hey, you want to get that shit right? But my honest take is WWE had a fucking opportunity. The, a massive opportunity to make Samoa Joe into a monster. They, he was a monster in NXT. But you had an opportunity a couple of times to make him a monster in on the main roster, and you fucked that up.
0: Yeah, and just turn to saying that WWE could have done so much better.
1: I completely agree.
0: Yeah, like, how to misuse a talent featuring WWE creative. Because,
1: okay, because... Ladies and gentlemen, I was at the Great American Bash when, no, Great Balls of Fire, sorry, when Samoa Joe challenged Brock Lesnar. You had an opportunity to make a massive statement with Samoa Joe. Just had an opportunity right there to make a massive star. And you you could have had Samoa Joe make Brock Lesnar pass out to a submission. Never would have happened before. Never would have happened again. And win the universal title on a random ass paper. Could have done that. But nope. Had an opportunity during the two matches with AJ Styles and the whole Oh, and the storyline had an opportunity right there. Didn't do that shit.
0: Yeah. And keep in mind, AJ Styles and Joe were well-known rivals before their time in WWE. Yeah.
1: What's your take on, uh, on what Kurt Angle said?
0: I... Completely agree with him. Samoa Joe, when he was in WWE, I, I liked to call him the Samoan submission monster. They had a chance to make him that, and they didn't take it. Completely agree. They had a chance to make
1: Samoa Joe not just a monster in NXT, they had a chance for him to have this whole sort of, you. this whole like dominant. You could have made Samoa Joe a uh, hell. Well, what's the word I'm going to look for? Oh, yeah. You had a chance for Samoa Joe to be the next big thing. Yeah. You could have had Samoa Joe run through the roster. Just bulldoze everybody. Have that man... Collect gold after you know just just beat the sh out of it. you could have you know you could have had Paul Heyman portray Lesnar and Paul Heyman manage Samoa Joe. Could have done that.
0: Yeah, but you didn't.
1: But nope.
0: My honest take
1: is look whilst like Keep in mind, Samoa Joe was an NXT. That man had a that man had a shocking debut, and had three, you know, and had three, you know, um, ended Nakamura's undefeated streak. Had great matches with him. Ended the Demon Hell. That man, you know, ended um, Finn Balor's you, NXT
0: title right now. Samoa Joe and Samoa NXT. Samoa Joe is a multi-time NXT champion. Not three times. I said, I said multi. Right. That the might only. be why WWE main rostered misused them, because you know about the NXT championship curse. Yeah. That's a fair point. Hey, it
1: begs the honest question that I've been wanting to ask on this podcast for the longest time, so I'm going to ask you right now. What is the, uh, what the fuck is the point of being an NXT talent and winning gold when you have a very, very high chance of of WWE completely destroying your career?
0: I wouldn't blame creative. I would blame whenever Vince McMahon is in power. Okay, fair enough. But that's all the time we have. Roll that outro next week. Roll that outro. Thank you for listening to Add Odds, hosted by The Unbreakable Spirit
1: and The Executioner.
0: Edited by The Unbreakable Spirit, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at MTS underscore life underscore zero one two six.
1: You can follow me on Instagram at DanTravis21, and you can also follow me on the Twitter at DanTheExecutioner21.
0: And you can follow the podcast at Ad Odds Podcast. We'll be back next week with more debates and discussions. But until then, the Executioner and the Unbreakable Spirit will still be at Odd.
1: Thank you, losers.